Welcome to KC Corner, episode 113. 113. That's a somber day, though, Brooks. You know, mm-hmm. just the day after, sadly, another tragedy in our country, uh, Rob Elementary uh, down in Texas, and the loss of 19 elementary students and two teachers. Uh, it's heartbreaking. You know, they even... Uh, uh, Kerr, the basketball coach, mm-hmm. was in the news yep, cr- crying, and and uh, I guess it's Matthew McConaughey's hometown, and mm-hmm. you know some of his his thoughts. But and even out of the Ukraine, the Ukraine president has been you know tweeting or getting word out that our thoughts and prayers are with you. So you know, universal sadness mm-hmm. uh, when uh, our young people aren't safe in schools. Uh, universal sadness and. How sad that was an 18-year-old uh, mm-hmm. who was uh, the gunman. I mean, mm-hmm. golly. And it makes me think about what what kind of upbringing did that 18-year-old have? What mm-hmm. what what kind of anger, hate uh, really got into his life and, and bore the fruit of something as hideous uh, and heinous as this? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that video of Steve Kerr's the Golden State Warriors basketball coach kind of went viral yesterday of... You know, they're getting ready for a playoff game and all of a sudden this news breaks and like how do you focus and answer questions about a meaningless playoff game yeah, in the exactly. playoff series in that moment yeah. when that's happening? Well, you know, when I think about things like that, like this morning when I got up, I just thought about there's there's families, there's nineteen families that life is forever changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they will always know the loss of their elementary child uh, at the hands of a gunman and mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, this is cruel to say. I know that that time marches on and life marches on, but that's a that's a hole that on this side of the etern- eternity is not going to be fully filled. You know, mm-hmm. you just can't. And uh, um, you know, my life is going to feel more normal here in a couple of days because that tragedy is a little bit further away from my home. Um, mm-hmm. And then you think of that that top store up in Buffalo and the mass shooting up there. Uh, and again, as a parent, you you. You just say, gosh, I, I want more than anything for your family to be safe. And I remember, you know, early on as you become a parent, you're thinking, where can you go to get your kids safe? Where can you send them to school? I mean, mm-hmm. Do you send them to public school or Christian school? You do you home school them? I mean, where do you go where there's no predators? Where do you where do you, you, you take them? I mean, there was a girl abducted, my goodness, at a basketball game, at an NBA game mm-hmm. um, that was... Uh, brought into the sex trafficking industry. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, dad takes his daughter to an NBA game here. I think that, that was in Texas too, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, so where does a parent go to stay safe? And the reality is we live in such a broken world. It is so depraved and so broken that, you know, we, you can't go anywhere. Where, wherever you go, there is sin. Wherever you go, the effects of the fall are there. And the only hope ultimately we know, and it's not a simplistic easy answer, but it's truly the gospel. I mean, it's the light of Christ. It's the knowledge of God and his word being spread throughout the entire world. And mm-hmm. until Jesus comes again, we're going to have evil. We're, we're, we're going to struggle with our own flesh. We're going to struggle with a world that's so broken around us that, you know, the innocent lives are taken from us. Uh, that's that's going to be our struggle. And you know, as you've seen, Brooks, there's a real cry now for gun control. And there's a cry like, hey, we, we, we aren't going to be able to legislate evil out of our society. Uh, you, know, you know, we're not just the right law here or there. Mm-hmm. Certainly some laws can help. And again, I'm, I'm not a gun owner. And I know uh, 
um, conservative in so many of my views, and I know that many of my fellow conservative view holders are much more gun holders or, you know, the, the right to bear arms. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I don't know why people need to have Uzis. I don't know how, (laughs) uh, uh, 18 year olds get what they had. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how that works. And again, it's easy for a non-gun owner to say, yeah, we need better laws, but no matter what laws we pass, um, I I tell you, it's not like we're going to be able to legislate. We're not, we're not just, you know, Congress making a good decision or our Mm -hmm. states are making a good decision. Those things can help, but the only thing that's a solution is the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, so that's, and then the, what is our part of that is we talked about Sunday, you know, uh, healthy families grow and, you know, well, we are ambassadors. Before we, before we get into that part too, I want to mention, I was listening to a podcast last night. It was Tim Keller giving a talk and the top the topic was <clears throat> about meaning and how, you know, the Christian meaning to life is to glorify God and knowing that this isn't our home base uh, necessarily and talking about how secular people, like they can still be happy and find meaning in life, you know, whether it's like they feel like they're writing their book of their life and they're the author of it or, you know, focusing on their family or anything. And But having that and that be your focus, knowing that in life there's going to be suffering and these 19 families now have suffering that maybe weren't believers and their kids were their entire life and everything of how they're going to deal with that. And so it was a good timing in that aspect of what I was listening to last night and how it applies to today. Well, first of all, kudos to you, Brooks. I I love the way you pursue knowledge and the way you pursue Christian knowledge. And I've never heard of a guy named Tim Keller. I'm Mm. just kidding. I mean, Timmy's awesome. He is, he is, uh, he's incredible. But let's look at that, what you just said. I mean, so if someone's pursuing meaning uh, in a secular way, they're trying to find value for out, out of a book they're writing or the book of their life or whatever. And if it's true that we're made in the image of God, and if it's true that we're made for him, just think, think of how incongruent that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you find meaning if you're made by God, for God, can you find meaning without God? And, mm-hmm. and uh and so I love what the writer of Ecclesiastes says, that God put eternity in our hearts. And so I, I've just, that's one little verse that I just can't get over. Of, if eternity's in our hearts, what fills it? I mean, mm-hmm. if, so if you're, uh, if you're secular and you're trying to fill the meaning of, of life into your uh, bottomless pit heart, mm-hmm. you know, as is, is, uh, Jesus said, you know, what, what good is it to gain the whole world and lose your soul, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, uh, yeah, it's just not going to happen. I mean, you know, there's never enough, as you know, there's never enough. What, what's the, what's enough money? What's mm-hmm. enough championships? What's, what's enough? Hey, I've got my share. I found it. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from Christ, it's not going to be there. So yeah. There was even like worldviews. I forget exactly what it was or what religion it was. Is like not holding on to anything too closely. Like even looking at your kid and being like, this life is so fragile. Or if something bad happens to you, realizing that it's just like yeah. random waves in a universe that don't <laughs> matter. And it's just like, how could you even believe that? How could you say that the, you know, nothing matters at that point? Well, and, it, and it's so true. I mean, golly, if nothing matters, how do you find joy in anything? I mean, mm-hmm. how, how does anything produce joy? And I, I, I think the Stoics, uh, the Epicurean the, mm-hmm. the, back in Jesus's day, they they would say that that matter if I, I mean, listen I'm way out in left field here but, yeah we, we this but, right. but this is incredible but they they uh they really felt like uh, that the flesh is bad that it's just all about the spirit so mm-hmm. anything that you enjoy fleshly whether it's a good steak or a love of a, a wife or whatever mm-hmm. you were supposed to avoid the flesh mm-hmm. you know and uh, 
but God made us in the flesh. So, um, yeah, and you can't just avoid that. You know, mm -hmm. the whole thing isn't just uh, denying every good pleasure. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, God has given that for us. Yeah, so it's interesting. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, uh, the last the last point we'll make on, and then we can move on. Was he was also Tim Keller was also referencing C.S. Lewis book last night, talking about like how could you look into the eyes of a loved one and just you know, thinking like, oh, this is just random. I feel like it would stop your love for that person. It's like, okay, I like them, but it's not like take that extra step of I'm in love with them or yeah. feel a different way. Or even listening to music of like, oh, these are just random sounds random that sound notes. good to me. But it's like, no, when you hear something beautiful, you want to dance and sing, pound yeah. the drums, do whatever. Isn't that the truth? Mm -hmm. That's so good. It's it's just so, and, and it makes me, uh, when you think of it's not random and, and you talk about the music or, or looking at a loved one, it really does make my heart well up and say, thank you, Lord, for mm -hmm. how you've created. And, um, you know, not to go shallow, but I, I really resonated with that with music with you. I mean, there's there's some songs that come on and I, I, I can worship. I mean, no matter if they're singing about Jesus or not, I mean, mm -hmm. it seems like, wow, this is this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. This is uh, cool. This makes me want to dance. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so in the midst of life, just think think of the random or the range, I should say, of uh, here we've talked about music that makes you want to dance and the reality we started with the, the morning that will never go away uh, uh, for those who lost loved ones. And mm -hmm. man, and a God who's with us and all of that. So, wow, deep waters today there, oh, yeah. Brooks. Just jumping uh, up. You know, I mean, uh, I wish I was the one who mentioned Tim Keller and C.S. Lewis, but once again, young grasshopper. I'm just, I'm just giving you some talking points. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, uh, but yeah. we can we can get to the last part of your sermon series. Uh, we are a church that grows. Yeah, we, we're, we're a family that grows. Yep. You know, we are family. So we wanted to talk about the family. Healthy things grow. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly, we see that unhealthy things grow right alongside. I mean, mm -hmm. that's just kind of the world we live in. There's going to be good and evil. Uh, in the midst of that, that's going to be battling all along. But hey, as a church, how do we grow? What does that look like? And so uh, real quickly, this last week, we, we started from the very, very big picture that this earth God created was like his trophy case. He wants to fill it with his glory. How does he do it? Through you and me, through his image bearers who are living in submission to him. Uh, it's by being fruitful and multiplying. And I and I, as I realized the big picture, Brooks, here's what I felt like. It's like I could put myself in this pew at King's Chapel saying, okay, people could get this concept, but feel like, okay, I got it. But mm -hmm. does it mean a darn thing to me? But to say, but hey, listen, this is how it applies to you. Your little corner of the earth, where God has gifted you, where God has placed you. How does being fruitful and multiplied look like at, at Baseball Cloud? How does it look like as a pastor of King's Chapel? How does it look like for us to take seriously that we're his ambassadors, to take seriously that he wants to fill the earth with his glory through us. To take seriously Jesus's great commission, go and make disciples of all nations. You know, sometimes when something's so big, like go make disciples of all nations, it's almost like that can't be for me because that's so big, it's so huge. I can't even get my mind or arms around it, so I'm just gonna go about my day. But when we realize, no, 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 you got a part of that, I got a part of that, you know, what about our little world? So healthy things grow. We started the big picture of this has always been God's design to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth, really ultimately with his glory. And we see that in Jesus's great commission. And then we took a little snapshot of what the church looked like. And it's almost unfair because you look at the church in the book of Acts, oftentimes it's like, oh, that's the perfect church. 
But we looked at just one verse and just said, hey, they have to, yeah, we have to have peace. We have to be being built up in Christ. We got to be walking in the Lord. We got to have the comfort of the Holy Spirit. I mean, what are those components? What are those parts that, that make a healthy church, that make a church flourish? And then look at King's Chapel. What do we have? What do we not have? You know, what do we got to be praying for? And then that personal growth plan. And I think we live in a time where everybody's just don't necessarily share me the big picture. Don't necessarily show me the church picture. Just tell me about, you know, my picture. But the whole story of the gospel, the whole story of the Bible, it's it's in plural. I mean, it's about God in singular, but it's about his people, you mm -hmm. know. And so we can't just individualize this. Mm -hmm. We are a community. We are a family. Um, but there is an individual plan to grow in the grace and knowledge of mm -hmm. our Lord and Savior. This tied in with Tim Keller's podcast on meaning nice. of the purpose was fill fill earth with God with God's glory. That was the purpose of all your kind of points going through there of be yeah. fruitful and multiply and fill earth with God's glory. Well, you know uh, now now you're throwing names. Let me throw out John Piper. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, let me throw out let me throw name out the Westminster Confession of Faith. Johnny exactly, Boy. exactly. Johnny Boy <laughs> Piper, my friend. <laughs> But uh, the Westminster Confession of Faith, um, you know, which I embrace and think is fantastic. Um, the shorter catechism, the first question, what is the chief end of man? Do you know the answer? What yes, is I do, but you put me on the spot. I'm sorry. So it's the glorified by God. God enjoy him forever. Yeah. And so Johnny Boy Piper, um, which I think he's going by now, by the way, mm -hmm. Johnny Boy Piper. So John Piper said, hey, really, I think that the better writing of that is to glorify God while enjoying him forever. Mm -hmm. you, we bring joy, we bring glory to God when we delight in God, when we worship him, give him thanks. And I think that that's beautiful. Sometimes we think, okay, glorify God um, and enjoy him forever. Uh, but, you know, it's all about God. But listen, while we are glorifying him, while we are enjoying him, we are glorifying him and delighting in him that's bringing him glory is living for him loving him and it's all goes back to that love so yeah that's our chief end mm -hmm. uh, that's our primary purpose mm -hmm. uh, that's that's our ultimate goal is to uh so what does that look like for you in baseball cloud or you with your family or your relationships what does that look like for me to glorify god um i think part of it brooks is listening to tim Keller podcast i think part of it is renewing your mind i think part of it is is desiring to 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 grow and uh, listen, uh, not to embarrass you, put you on spot, but I, I see that in you, and I love that about you. So thank you, I appreciate to, to it. To my man Brooks, thank you. Brooks raise your Bowen, raise your coffee cups. Brooks Bowen Bowen Robinson, my <laughs> man. So uh, so going into this holiday weekend, yes, uh, we're doing a short little uh, one-off sermon. Is well, just, yeah, yeah, it's just a it's a, uh, a dangling Chad. No, it's just <laughs> it's just a one sermon um, on Memorial Day weekend, mm -hmm. and so. Um, we're going to talk about how important it is to have things like Memorial Day weekend, to remember those who sacrificed their life for us, for our freedom. Um, the, the challenge for me is um, I don't want it to turn to a, patriarch, a, a patriotic uh, sermon. I mean, we got to keep it Christ-centered. But when you think about uh, memorializing those who have died to give our freedom, how do you not run to Jesus? I mean, and how do you not lift high the cross? So that's that's going to be our goal this week. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. What, what KC updates do we have? Well, well the big thing is uh, we're going to be sending out this uh, um, Sunday. I'm really excited. Kind of our summer plans, which are some great opportunities for people to to get plugged in, including our our KC uh, game night uh, that's going to be happening a few times over the summer and. Lord willing, our VBS that's coming down the pike and some other great opportunities. But really, 
the big emphasis is going to be our spiritual gift test and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of our assessment and our teaching. So we're hoping that people are finishing up theirs. I know Katie and Allie finished up theirs uh, yesterday and signed up for class and, and uh, um, you know, to get people plugged in. And, and I'm hoping and prayerful that this will really get, be encouraging to people that, hey, God has fearfully and wonderfully made me. I am uniquely gifted, not like I'm the gift of the world, but I have gifts that are to be used for the glory of our great God, for mm-hmm. the good of our neighbor. And so, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's important too, talking about how our church grows and, you know, trying to figure out what your little corner of this area is and whether it's in this church or what your gifts are. And that's a good start of, you know, figure out what you're good at or what your personality, you know, tends to go to even helping out King's kids or with shepherding or with uh, anything within our church. Amen. There's going to be a lot of opportunities. And then even with outside our church, how how do we serve our community? But Mm -hmm. again, I guess this is the, uh, I'm the, you know, I'm the president of the you know, Brooks Robinson fan club. So, but again, you've used your gifts, not only on Casey corner, but you, you use them to help us with worship. And I know that, that, you know, you didn't wake up one day and say, Hey, I, I just want to learn soundboards. I mm-hmm. want to figure yeah. out how to get worship uh, broadcast. <laughs> they, they mostly just make me want to pull my hair out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm glad you don't, but at the same time you do it and you show up and it's huge. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's all we have this week. Well, you know what? I I want to say congratulations as we wrap up. Mm -hmm. Pretty good, Brooks. Let's think about this. Episode 113. Mm -hmm. The Bolts won swept. Yes. Swept in the second round. And we didn't even mention them. Mm -hmm. We are growing up. We are growing up. We are are grown boys now. (laughs) We saved the sports talk to them. We did. You know, that's awesome. And I think really truthfully with what's going on in the world, uh, rightly so. But Mm -hmm. anyway. Great job again this morning, Brooks. Proud of you. See you guys Sunday. Blessings.